Welcome back to week eight of our Started from the Bottom podcast. I am Caleb Nixon alongside Joey Polizzi, and welcome back from our spring break and hopefully a great winter quarter. This week, we are going to talk about one of the greatest athletes to ever do it in Tom Brady. Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr., yes, that is his full name, was born on August 3rd, 1977 in San Mateo, California. He has three sisters in Nancy, Julie, and Maureen. Growing up, Brady instantly became a football fan. He spent a lot of his time going to San Francisco 49ers games where he would watch his role model, Joe Montana. He attended Junipero Sierra High School where he played football, basketball, and baseball. He originally struggled in making his way to the varsity team. He started as the backup quarterback on the junior varsity team. Yes, the JV team, not even varsity. That JV team was 0-8 and hadn't scored a touchdown all year, yet Tom was still the backup. After finally getting a chance in the JV role, he ascended to the starting varsity role in his junior season. During his senior year, he excelled very highly and began receiving college notice. The five schools Brady was ultimately considering were California Berkeley, UCLA, USC, Michigan, and Illinois. However, his baseball skills also went noticed. He was drafted in the 18th round of the 1995 MLB draft by the Montreal Expos. The team thought he had high potential and actually offered him the salary of a usual second or third round pick. Ultimately, Brady chose to stick with football. He declined that MLB offer and he finished his high school career with 3,702 passing yards and 31 touchdowns. After narrowing down the list of schools, he chose to attend the University of Michigan. Similar to his high school experience, Brady did not even have the opportunity to start until his junior year. Future NFL QB Brian Greasy got the starting nod during Brady's first two seasons. Before his junior year, he battled with Drew Henson for the starting role. He ended up starting both his junior and senior seasons. In his first season of playing, he set Michigan's records for most pass attempts and completions in a season. They won a share of the Big Ten Conference title and even helped the Wolverines win the Citrus Bowl against Arkansas. This season, he threw for 2,427 yards and 14 touchdowns. His senior season, he decreased to 2,217 yards, but increased to 16 touchdowns. He also threw four less interceptions. He started the season 5-0 and became known for his fourth quarter comebacks this season. He came back to defeat Penn State, Indiana, Ohio State, and the biggest of them all, Alabama, in the Orange Bowl, which went to overtime. In the Bama game, he threw for 369 yards and four touchdowns, coming back from a 14-point deficit. In his two starting seasons, he went 20-5 and while winning two bowl games. As a result, Tom Brady decided to declare for the NFL Draft. After a successful senior season, Brady posted a very poor combine. He ran the 40-yard dash in 5.3 seconds. He finished the three-cone drill in 7.2 seconds and then recorded 24.5 inches on the vertical leap. Brady and his family expected him to be taken sometime in the second or third round. However, due to this poor combine performance, he fell to the sixth round where the New England Patriots selected him 
with the 199th overall pick. He was the seventh quarterback taken in this draft. He started that season as the fourth string quarterback behind Drew Bledsoe and two other backups. The following year, the Patriots started 0-2, and Drew Bledsoe suffered internal bleeding from a hit in the second game. That next game, Tom Brady was named the starter against a team he dominated his whole career, the Indianapolis Colts. He led the team to a 44-13 win, and truthfully, this was the beginning of the Tom Brady era. He led this Patriot team throughout the whole season while winning 11 of the 14 games he started. They won the AFC East and entered the 2001-2002 playoffs with the first round bye. He ended up throwing 2,843 yards and 18 touchdowns during the regular season. Of course, as most football fans know, Tom Brady continued to dominate in the playoffs as well. He beat the Oakland Raiders in his first game. He beat the Pittsburgh Steelers in the AFC Championship game and, of course, defeated the Kurt Warner-led Rams in the Super Bowl after a game-winning Adam Vinatieri kick. Brady became the youngest quarterback to win a Super Bowl at the time, aging 24 years and six months. He was named Super Bowl MVP, and during the offseason, Drew Bledsoe was traded to the Buffalo Bills. The Patriots were officially Tom Brady's team. In the next season, Brady did not succeed as much as his first year. They won their season opener but finished 9-7 and ended up missing the playoffs. Brady threw a career-low passer rating of 85.7 while also throwing 14 interceptions. However, his bounce back within the next two years was spectacular. The 2003 season, the Patriots started 2-2. Brady then led this team to a 12-game win streak and finished 14-2 in the regular season. The win streak was not over there. They defeated the Tennessee Titans after a first-round bye. Then they defeated the Colts in the AFC Championship and advanced to take on the Carolina Panthers in the Super Bowl. Once again, Vinatieri finished off a long drive by Brady and the offense to once again get the Patriots a Super Bowl. The 2004 season was nearly identical. They kept that win streak going from last season and advanced it to 21. Ultimately, they finished 14-2 once again, defeated the Colts, Steelers, and Eagles in the playoffs to go back-to-back on Super Bowls. Brady threw for 3,692 yards, 28 touchdowns, plus getting the Pro Bowl nod. During the 2005 and 2006 NFL seasons, Brady was playing at an elite level, but couldn't capitalize in the postseason. In the 2005 season, Brady led the league in passing yards and made his third Pro Bowl. However, in the division round, the Patriots lost to the Broncos. Then, in 2006, the Patriots would once again face the Indianapolis Colts in the AFC Championship. This marked the third time the Patriots played the Colts in the last four postseasons. The Patriots were going great in the first half, and they led 21-6 at halftime. However, the Colts and Peyton Manning marched back, and Brady would eventually throw a late-game interception, and the Patriots would go home losing. After the loss, Brady would decline an invitation to replace the injured Phillip Rivers in the Pro Bowl. After blowing a 21-6 lead in the AFC Championship, we saw a different side of Brady in the following season. This was a player who was looking for revenge. They added Wes Welker and Randy Moss to make a deep postseason run for Tom Brady. 
As a result, Brady arguably had his best season in 2007. He led the league in completion percentage, passing yards with 4,806 yards, touchdowns with 50 per attempt per game, passing yards per game, passer rating, and QBR. So this guy led the league in mostly every quarterback stat in 2007. More importantly, the Patriots finished the season 16-0 with very little teams having a chance to beat them. For his efforts, Brady was named the most valuable player and offensive player of the year. He was also honored by the Associated Press as the Male Athlete of the Year. This was the first time an NFL player earned the honor since Joe Montana won the award in 1990. However, the Giants would stun the Patriots in the Super Bowl, ending their perfect season. Then, the following season in 2008, Brady tore his ACL and his MCL in the first quarter of the first game. As a result, this would end Brady's season. Then, over the next 10 seasons, from 2009 to 2018, Brady was at the top of his game for the Patriots. He made 10 straight Pro Bowls and won the AFC East in every season as well. Over this 10-year span, Brady won two MVP awards in 2010 and 2017. At this point in Brady's career, he won three MVP awards, and with his 2017 MVP award, he became the oldest player at 40 years old to win the award. Also during the span, Brady went 3-2 and two in Super Bowls. In 2011, Brady had a rematch with the Giants, but once again, the Giants came out on top. Then in 2015, Brady would get his first Super Bowl in 10 years. This questionably should have been the Seahawks Super Bowl if they would have ran the ball at the goal line. Then in 2016, this was considered Brady's, Brady's craziest year as of yet. He was suspended by the league four games for Deflategate. The NFL published a 243-page report regarding the deflation of footballs used in the previous season's AFC Championship game. The report concluded that Brady was at least aware of the intentional deflation. On May 11th, Brady was suspended for four games for his involvement and credible evidence that he knew that Patriot employees were deflating footballs. However, this did not stop Tom Brady the GOAT. After he served his suspension, he led the Patriots to an 11-1 record and steamrolled to the Super Bowl against the Atlanta Falcons. This was where Brady and the Patriots would wind up winning against the Falcons in overtime where they came back from a 28-3 deficit. He also made the Super Bowl in 2017 against the Philadelphia Eagles, but they would lose to Nick Foles. Finally, in 2018, the Patriots and Brady would win a defensive battle and come out on top with a 13-3 victory against the LA Rams. This marked Tom Brady's sixth Super Bowl ring. In the 2019 season, Brady had an average season. He only threw for 24 touchdowns, his lowest touchdown total since 2003. However, the Patriots were great. They finished 12-4 and and won the AFC East once again. Although the Patriots finished the regular season with a 12-4 record and won the AFC East for the 11th consecutive year, New England did not have a first-round bye for the first time since 2009. As a result, the Patriots had to face a red-hot team in the Tennessee Titans in the wildcard round. The Titans came out on fire and would come out on top in this wildcard matchup. Brady's last pass of the season and his last pass in a Patriots uniform 
was a pick six. On May March 17, 2020, the day before his contract with the Patriots expired, Brady announced that he would not resign with the team for the 2020 season, ending his 20-year tenure in New England. In free agency, two teams remain interested in the GOAT, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Los Angeles Rams. And just three days later, Tom Brady was signed a two-year, $50 million contract with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The deal also included a no-trade clause and a no-franchise tag clause. After a slow start for Brady and the Buccaneers, where they lost 34-23 in the home opener, the Bucs would pick it up. The Bucs would finish 11-5 and as a wildcard team, something that Brady wasn't too familiar with. However, in the wildcard round, the Bucs played a flawless game and beat the Washington football team. Then, in the next two rounds, Brady got the upper hand over Drew Brees and the Saints and Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. This would set the stage for a Brady-Mahomes Super Bowl. Like all season long, many people doubted Brady and the Bucs in this game. However, the Bucs would win this game by a score of 31-9, paving the way for Brady's 7th Super Bowl ring. Now, Brady will be entering his 22nd season for the Buccaneers and hoping to win an 8th title. Over his 21-year career, he has 48 game-winning drives and 38 comeback victories. With every starter returning to the Bucs next season, Brady hopes to return to the Super Bowl. What a run, indeed, by Tom Brady. And it's crazy that it's still going on. I mean, it's you said it, Joey's going into his 22nd season. And I think a lot of people at this point just thought, you know, Tom Brady would have retired by now. I mean, when you were reading through, I was looking back at the uh, 2017 season. I mean, he was 40 years old to win that MVP award there. And four years later, he's still playing in the NFL. Uh, it's just pretty crazy how long he's been able to play in this league. I don't know when when Tom Brady is going to retire. I really don't. I mean, we look what he did last year. What is he now, 42, 43? 43. 43. This guy, he still has everything left in him. He's still playing at an elite level. And I can really see this guy playing until he's 46, 47 years old. Yeah, he's, he's 43. Um, he turns 44 on August 3rd. So he will enter next season. Uh, as a 44-year-old quarterback, probably it's got to be one of the oldest uh, quarterbacks to ever play. I'm not sure if he's ever going to surpass Adam Vinatieri, uh, his age, but you know it's he's going to be playing for a while, and he's 44 now, so it's it's good, or he's going to become 44 soon. So it's going to be interesting. And we look what he did last year, man. He beat a very talented Saints team that had a great defense. They, beat, they also beat a Washington football team who also has a great defense. And the Packers, high-scoring team, and Brady's team rolled all of them. And then, the, of course, the Chiefs. So you look at Brady, who's going to stop him? I, I don't know, man. This guy, seven rings now. I want to see him one time. I really do. Yeah, that would be something that would probably never be surpassed again, especially in the football world. And, you know, Bill Russell did it in basketball, but it's a different story in football, I, I, I think. So going back to his childhood, um, you know, it's, it's pretty remarkable to see him grow up, grow up as a Joe Montana fan. He was around that San Francisco area. So a lot of his time was spent um, going to 49ers games, watching Joe Montana. And I think I, if I'm correct, I believe Tom Brady did announce some point last year that he went to the, uh, uh, the NFC championship game. Uh, I can't remember who it was against, but it was where 
the 49ers won advance to the Super Bowl. Um, and it, he, he was four years old, he said, and it was just one of his great experiences. So, you know, it's pretty crazy to see somebody idolize Joe Montana and grow up, grow up to surpass that quarterback. Yeah, it's also interesting, you know, we'll get to it later why he chose the Bucs, but I'm surprised the 49ers weren't making a run at Tom Brady. I mean, I think Tom Brady would want to play for the 49ers. I mean, he loved watching Joe Montana. Why not, you know, step into the 49ers and try to win the Super Bowl for them? So I don't know why he didn't choose the 49ers if the 49ers weren't interested, but it would have been cool to see him in a 49ers uniform. Absolutely, and we can get into that a little bit later when we talk about that decision. Um, but, you know, the show, it's it's it started from the bottom. We talk about it every week, every episode. You know, he wasn't he wasn't given that starting varsity role his freshman year. He didn't walk into that locker room and all the players are like, oh, you're going to be so good for us. You're going to save our team. No, he had to start as the JV quarterback backup. He wasn't the starter. He was the backup on the JV team. And, you know, it took him a while to get that starting varsity role, but we talk about started from the bottom. I mean, can you imagine being the backup, basically to the backup to the backup? I mean, you're the third string at least. Yeah, it's it's it kind of questions like was Tom Brady just not good? What what was the problem there? Because we know him today, and this guy, great worker, hard worker, and he's literally the best quarterback, the best player we've ever seen in football. So it's very interesting why he was the backup to the backup to the backup in high school and. That's why we're talking about him today in this episode, because he started from the bottom. He wasn't highly recruited, you know, out of high school. He wasn't like a freshman starter on varsity. No, he had to work his way up. Yeah, and and he did that. I mean, by his senior year, he was getting these offers. Uh, He excelled. I mean, he he finished his high school career with over 3,700 yards passing um, and 31 touchdowns as well. But, you know, I didn't know this before coming into the episode. I'm not sure about you, Joey. It's not shocking to myself, um, but I'm wondering what you think of him being a prospect for the MLB. I mean, you look at that quarterbacks, quarterbacks, we're seeing it more nowadays. You know, Patrick Mahomes and Kyler Murray are two other quarterbacks that considered going to the MLB. But, you know, back then, I don't know if if as many quarterbacks got recruited, I guess. But you see Tom Brady here. He got drafted. Uh, how shocking is that to you? Well, first of all, it's shocking that we're talking about Tom Brady here still playing football, and he got drafted in 1995 by a team that doesn't even exist anymore. So that's crazy in itself that shows you know the journey that Tom Brady's had. But do you actually know what position Tom Brady got drafted by, like what position he was going to play? I was going to guess pitcher. I'm not sure. If no, know. it was actually catcher. Wow. That's very strange, but I guess I guess I can see why, you know, behind the play, he's got that arm to throw throw players out. But very interesting. 18th round, you know, it, it's very just telling that Tom Brady was an athlete. You know, he got drafted by football, baseball as well. So very interesting to see that. Yeah, and, you know, <clears throat> maybe more interesting, you know, I, I mentioned that the Expos offered him a salary of a second or third round pick. I mean, he's he's 18 years old. He he's coming out of high school. It's it's pretty crazy that he turned down that kind of that kind of money, that kind of salary right out of high school. A lot of kids would probably jump at that back then, um, but I think he definitely made the right choice in continuing football. And we see that as he gets to Michigan and starts his excellence there. Man, you gotta look back at Tom Brady. He's gotta think about this and say, man, if I chose baseball. 
that would have been the worst decision of my life. Because just not saying he wouldn't have been a great baseball player, but he would have been nowhere as great as he is at football, man. Just imagine if he went to baseball and missed out on a spectacular football career. Yeah, it, it would have been a change of scenery, something. I mean, seven Super Bowls would have been up in the air um, in, our, in our generation. So that would have been crazy to see. But so once he gets to Michigan, uh, you know, Brian Greasy, he's in the booth now, Monday Night Football. We were talking about it a little bit before. Um, that's who was starting over Brady at, at Michigan for his first two years. And he was a good quarterback when he played. Uh, he, he definitely deserved to be over Brady in those first two years. But focusing on Brady, I mean, it's just another start from the bottom. He's not starting He's not that quarterback that's coming in and immediately starting. He's got to wait his turn. And, you know, it's got to be frustrating. I read that he also considered transferring because he wasn't getting any notice at Michigan. Um, but he stuck it out. And, and, and that just goes to show how gutsy Tom Brady is. Yeah. And even his junior year, you know, he's an upperclassman. He wasn't even guaranteed the starting role either. He had to battle with Drew Henson. And I just think it showed that his two years that he sat on the bench behind Brian Greasy, it paid off. He worked hard because he eventually got the starting nod in his junior and senior season. Yeah. And he did, he did well. I mean, going into that, that season he threw, he ended up throwing for 2,427 yards plus 14 touchdowns and he won the bowl game. I mean, yeah, you could have asked him to be in the college football playoff, but uh, you weren't probably expecting that as, as he was coming in. But he repeated it basically in his senior year. He took a little decrease in yards, but he increased his touchdowns. He started the season 5-0. and He beat great teams in the Big Ten, including Penn State, Indiana, and Ohio State, and capped that senior season off with a win in the Orange Bowl against Alabama. Yeah, and especially back then, it was way harder to make it to the like national championship because at that time, there was only two teams making it every season. So it's just harder for him. But Brady, you know, when I look at these stats – the, they're average you know I probably you know it was good for Brady but I look at these stats and it's not like Brady so it brings in the question how did he progress you know he really progressed from that senior season from Michigan to second third year with the Patriots so I think Brady went where he was supposed to go because at this point I see him being an average quarterback yeah I, I agree with you I mean I do think Michigan was the right choice for him. <clears throat> I don't <clears throat> couldn't really see him succeeding anywhere else. And he, he got some recognition. Um, he went 20 and five through his two years at Michigan. Like I said, he won those two bowl games, <clears throat> but when he went to that NFL draft, he decided to go um, that combine. I remember pe people talk about it all the time, how poor his combine was. And, you know, his expectations were still high, even after that poor combine he was expected of himself to be a second or third round pick. I mean, to drop to the sixth round, 199th pick, a compensatory pick or whatever they, they call those. That's what it was. And <clears throat> it's just pretty crazy that he dropped a lot more than he thought he was going to. Yeah. And that was, it was just a bad combine for Brady and not bad in the sense that, you know, he didn't throw the ball. Well, it was just, the speed wasn't there. Look at the 40-yard dash, 5.3 seconds. The three-cone drill is slow as well. It's just, I just think it shows that we shouldn't – speed is nothing in the NFL. Vertical, that's nothing. You know, Brady's a quarterback. He's, his job is to throw the football and get touchdowns. So I think teams look too much into that for Brady. But 
I think he went in the sixth round because of that poor combine. But I think Brady was in for a lot of work. He knew that he can be a great quarterback in the NFL. He's got to work hard. And that's exactly what he did. Yeah, I mean, like you said, his, his combine wasn't the best. But I agree with you that they shouldn't really be basing it off speed too much, especially at that quarterback position. It's changed a bit nowadays. But, you know, back then, quarterbacks were meant to sit in the pocket and just deliver the football. And so when he was drafted, um, seventh quarterback in that draft, you know, one of the first things I read when he was meeting Robert Kraft, the owner of the Patriots, um, the first thing he told him was it was the best decision the organization would ever made. And obviously everybody knows what's hap what happened with Tom Brady and the Patriots and the greatness that he bestowed upon that organization. He, he delivered, um, you know, we'll get to that a little bit later, but it's just pretty crazy that how much confidence Tom Brady had in himself, even at the start when he was selected 199th overall. Yeah. And do you know any of the names that were drafted before him? Uh, I don't. Do okay. You? So it was Chad Pennington to the Jets, Giovanni Carmazzi to the 49ers, Chris Redmond to the Ravens, T. Martin to the Steelers, Mark Bulger to the Saints, and Spurgeon Wynn to the Browns. So, you know, we obviously know Chad Pennington, but we know Chad Pennington didn't have a great career. And you just look at all these quarterbacks and wish one of these teams would have taken a shot at Brady and see his, how different his career would have been. Yeah, it would have been different. And a lot of what ifs for Tom. <clears throat> but, you know, as we see him progress into the, to, into the league, he's the four string quarterback. But, you know, he does get an opportunity finally in the second season. He has to ride that fourth string quarterback mostly for his rookie year didn't get much action at all um but you know here's a what if that just completely I guess rejuvenated his career I mean Drew Bledsoe goes out um and and Tom Brady was named the starter and you know that's where it really all started it's I think it's ironic I didn't know this that his first game was against the Indianapolis Colts a team that as you said he met in the postseason multiple times um, it's just pretty crazy that the team he dominated probably the most throughout his career was the first team he, he played against as a starter. You know, I don't know if you recall when we did Tony Romo, this is the second guy that took over for Drew Butso because of injuries. So I think that that's pretty funny in itself that because of Drew Butso's injury, Tom Brady took over. And we talk about this a lot. We talked about it with Kurt Warner too. when we did him, all it takes is one chance. That's all it takes. Brady was in the spotlight now, finally a starting quarterback, and he had to make the most of that of that spot, and he did. Look at his career now. Yeah, he did. And, I mean, another player you look at did the same thing. You mentioned it. Tony Romo did it. Kurt Warner did it. Um, one guy we haven't done, but he's still a, one of the great quarterbacks we've ever seen is Aaron Rodgers. I mean, there's that video that's always going around of Chris Collinsworth first commentating when Aaron Rodgers comes in, and – he says something along the lines, you know, if this Rogers guy stays in or has to be in for much longer, it could turn into a disaster really quick for the Packers. And, you know, it's it's that kind of motivation that you don't see too often. It's that kind of um, quarterbacks going unnoticed. I mean, any athlete, it's how they start from the bottom. You can never you can never go off what commentators say, what the media says. It's all about, I guess, their confidence. And Tom Brady is he definitely displayed that in his first start. Yeah, exactly. And we've done this three football 
segments now, and two of them were undrafted, Kurt Warner and Tony Romo, and the other one, Tom Brady, was drafted in the sixth round. So these three quarterbacks turned out to be great in the NFL, and when they got their shot, they capitalized on it, and I'm happy to see Brady that when he got a shot, he made the most of it. Yeah, he did, and uh, so going into his career, more so after the start, um, he won the AFCs that year. He played great. 11 of the 14 games he started, he won. Uh, going into the 2001-2002 playoffs with a first-round bye. That's pretty impressive as being basically a rookie quarterback since he didn't get playing time as a rookie. Um, but, you know, most impressive of all, he finishes off his first year as a starter with a Super Bowl. And, of course, one of many. It's pretty ironic that it did go against Kurt Warner, who we talked about earlier in the show. Um, but what do you think was going through Brady's mind at that first Super Bowl? He's like, I can do this. I'm a young quarterback. I think he became the youngest QB to win the Super Bowl at the time, 24 years. So I think he, at this point, his confidence is at a, is a rocket, skyrocketing. It's at an all-time high. He knows that he can be a great quarterback in this league. Yeah, absolutely. And he was also the youngest Super Bowl MVP at that time. Um, I believe Ben Roethlisberger surpassed him when he won his first Super Bowl. I believe it was somewhere in the 23 um, year range so and but, but still at the time I mean it's 2002 and a 24 year old is leading his team to the Super Bowl something you don't see too often going into that next season he struggled a bit they went nine and seven I mean they didn't even get to the playoffs granted he's still young it's going to happen um, but we see that bounce back in the 2003 season they go on a 12 game win streak to end the regular season and you know this is where um, we see the Patriots really define who they are when Tom Brady's playing it's hard to see them go under 12 and 4 maybe even 13 and 3 you talked about it later where they go 16 and 0 in the regular season they just had this I guess span where they dominated so much that it was crazy for them to go 11 and 5 sometimes even 12 and 4 they were consistently winning 13 or 14 games a year I think that 2002 season was the only time Tom Brady did not make the postseason, correct? I believe so, yeah. I believe that's the only time, but it's just, it's just crazy how after that season, we've seen this plenty of times in Brady's career, how after a poor season, he'll come back, come out firing. Look what they've done. They won 12 games at the end of the season and finished 14-2 and two after not making the postseason. So Brady, what a great career. I think he worked hard in the offseason because we know Brady's a hard worker. Yeah, and, you know, they they go through the, the playoffs again in that 2003 season. They win another Super Bowl while defeating the Colts once again in the AFC Championship. Um, 2004, I mean, looking that up, 2003 and 2004 were nearly identical. Same records. Um, he beat the Colts and the Steelers and the Eagles to go back-to-back -back in the Super Bowl, finished with 3,692 yards, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe this is the last team to go back-to-back -back on Super Bowls, correct? Yeah, this is the last team to do that. And that's pretty crazy in itself. I mean, you, you would have thought it, it could change, who knows, anytime soon. But, you know, honestly, I would have thought he would have broke it himself earlier, I guess. So, like, you know, 2016, 2017, or 27, 2017, 2018, he had some chances, but – it's still that right now, 2003 and 2004 Super Bowl was the last back-to-back. -back. 
Yeah, now we're going on 17, 18 years. Just shows how hard it is to go back-to-back Super Bowls. Tom Brady did it. Just why he is one of the GOATs, why his legacy just keeps going. And it just shows that Tom Brady is the best quarterback we have ever seen. Yeah, definitely. And we can get into that later too. But similar, similar. I mean, it's similar. It's a, it's a, it's a pattern at this point. He goes into that 2005 season. Um, he led the league in passing yards. The Patriots did lose to the Broncos, however. 2006 season, similar. Um, AFC Championship. This time, uh, Peyton Manning got the best of Tom Brady. You know, I'm a Colts fan, so the one time the Colts were able to beat him in the playoffs, of course, I'm going to always remember that. And, you know, that's, that's of course, the year the Colts ended up winning the Super Bowl as well. So he, he's coming off those two where he loses in the postseason. He's not even able to get to the Super Bowl. What kind of motivation? And you talked about it earlier. What kind of motivation that does that give him? Yeah, now, now he's ready. Now he, he's pissed. He thought in both these seasons, he thought he could have four-peated. He thought that his team was good enough to win four straight Super Bowls, but that didn't happen. So now you come in, and he's telling Bill Belichick, give me some weapons, give me some weapons. And what do they do? They go out and get Randy Moss, and oh, did that change Tom Brady's season the following year? Yeah. Randy Moss is, he's one of the most probably athletic wide receivers we've ever seen. And he, him and Brady together were a great fit. Not to mention they also added Wes Welker. Um, you know, Tom Brady has always made it a key to his slot receivers, the tiny guys who are just speedy. And Wes Welker was perfect for that. Um, you know, they, they made it deep to hopefully make a d- deep postseason run. Um, he was MVP that year. He absolutely went off. As you said, he led quarterbacks in almost every category offensive player of the year and the male athlete of the year which you don't see in football too much anymore um, and then they get to the Super Bowl and it's one of those games that I think everyone looks back on of course the, the famous catch in that game it was a pretty crazy Super Bowl man I feel bad for Tom Brady and the Patriots man they were about it this was his best season right it, right that's his best season 2007 he literally was on a tear him and Randy Moss nobody could stop them they were just throwing bombs he was just throwing bombs to Randy Moss and Giants came out and they pressured Tom Brady something that Tom Brady was not used to seeing and it's really unfortunate to see you know the Patriots lose and not be able to go 19 and 0 yeah and as Joey said that was the perfect season and of course David Tyree with that catch you know they were a helmet away from Probably pulling that one out. It was a it was a really good game. Was that that season or was that the 2011 season? Uh, I can't remember. I'm, I'm I think I think that was the 2011 11. season with the Tyree yeah. catch. I was thinking it was that season for some reason, but I could be wrong. Of course, I'll look it up here in a second. But um, going off of that, so the the Giants ended up winning that. It was Eli Manning led team. I know that either way. Um, but so 2008, really the pretty crazy for a quarterback. The only time Brady had trouble with injuries, he tore his ACL and MCL. End of the season, of course, you really can't bounce back from that within a, a, within a shorter span of football season. Um, and so I, I do think it is crazy. We've talked about Kurt Warner. We've talked about Tony Romo. Those two, their retirements probably were based upon injury or injury played a role in that. It's pretty crazy that this is really the only significant year that Brady dealt with injury. 
Yeah, 100%. And it's unfortunate because I know Tom Brady wanted to get back on that football field after not winning the Super Bowl after a perfect season. And he goes down in the first quarter of the first game. But I think we all knew at this point Brady was going to be back better than ever. Yeah, and he was. Um, I mean, it's it's hard. It is hard to go into each – go into depth about every season. Uh, the next 10 seasons is what we did. We wrapped it up. I mean, he went 3-2 and two in Super Bowls. He got three more rings along the way. He lost to the Giants, which was um, – Let's see. The it says the David Tyree catch was in 2008, so that was okay, so, the 2007 season, correct? Yeah, so it was that season. Yeah, I, and that's what I thought. I thought it was like yeah. the Giants were nine and seven, right? I, I think yeah. they barely made the playoffs. And yep, their they wild did, card team. Yeah, they shocked their way, but you know, in the same in in that in that 2011 season, Eli Manning once again led the Giants to beat the Patriots. Um, 2015, you know. Tom Brady and controversial Super Bowls. That was a pretty controversial one too. Um, the Seahawks, you know, that that play is always going to go down with Malcolm Butler in the pass, and it's pretty crazy. Uh, you said it; they should have ran it at the line. You have Marshawn Lynch, um, but either way, Tom Brady came out with it. It's actually crazy because when we think of Tom Brady, you know, Super Bowl wins, but he went on a ten-year streak where he did not win a single Super Bowl. You know, the last one was that. You know, that double uh, Super Bowl title in 2004-2005 or 2004-2005, yeah, he didn't win until 2015. So he went 10 years without a Super Bowl. I shouldn't have even got that Super Bowl because if the Seahawks do run the football, Brady doesn't win. You know, and, he, and, that, and he's two and three in that 10-year span. But he did win, and this is when Brady went on another tear in the NFL. Yeah, and I mean, it just talks about his longevity. I mean, he's going – he, he went 10 years without a Super Bowl, yet he still has seven. I mean, that's pretty crazy to think about. It just – he's 43. We talked about it earlier. It just goes to show. Um, you know, he, he had that scandal with the deflate gate. And something really interesting I heard – I'm not sure if this is proven, so don't don't look it up and, like, bounce off me if I'm wrong. Or uh, But, you know, something I heard was – so the, during the deflate gate that the ball boy um, – he, he could have been the one responsible for, for the, uh, you know, the deflation of the balls. It, it was either going to go on the ball boy or it was going to go on the Patriots organization. And so I think they, I think they decided that it was going to go on the ball boy and he was going to be fined somewhere near a million dollars, obviously lose his job as well. And so I think, again, not sure how proven this is, but what I heard was Brady took the fall for that. He took the fall for that ball boy and, off the field, that just goes to show how Brady is off the field. Even if this story is not true, Tom Brady, and what a great, what a great guy is off the field too. I mean, he's got a family, he's got wife, he's got a kids. Um, he just, he's a great man off the field, just as good as he is on the field. Yeah, and props to Brady for you know taking the blame if that is true. But I don't know why they had to do that why they had to cheat why they had to do all that i mean the patriots were so good they didn't have to do have the best quarterback at the time even now in tom brady so i'm not sure why they did that but you know brady was fired up after the suspension yeah and he came back from the suspension um that 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 year he was 11 and 1 as a starter after the jimmy garoppolo came on to that for that team and you know this would be the year where he again won a super bowl and again, controversial. Twenty-eight to three deficit seems like it's 
it's celebrated on March 28th now that that deficit and it's always messed with the Falcons and what a comeback that was. Yeah, you're right. Again, it is controversial and it's crazy because Brady, uh, he shouldn't have had these two Super Bowls. That That's for sure. I mean, the Seahawks and then this one, the Falcons just choked. There was every reason for the Falcons to win this game and they simply choked. But great job by Brady coming back in that game and making the right throws and leading that comeback. Yeah, what a, what a game that was. And it's just crazy how easily his Super Bowl record could be turned. Um, you said it, he could, he could be down to five rings right now. It's still a lot, but, you know, in, in terms of Tom Brady, he's got seven. Two of those were just pretty crazy. Um, he, did, he did lose the next year, obviously, to the Eagles. That team came out ready to play. And, you know, when I was watching that game, I really thought of it like the 9-7 and seven Giants. The Eagles were 9-7 and seven as well. Um, Nick Foles was coming in as the starter. Carson Wentz was hurt. Um, I mean, they were a good team. Don't get me wrong, but I believe they barely made the playoffs. And no, I think I think that they were the one seed. They were thirteen and three. Oh, really? That year? Yeah, because that was the year that Carson Wentz went on oh, his tear yeah. and he was going crazy in the MVP conversation. But then he got hurt, and then Nick Foles took over. I'm thinking of the next year when they went nine and seven and beat the Bears in the playoffs. Is that right? Yes, that is the following season. Okay. Yeah, so I'm thinking of that year, but no, that this right, that's right, because Carson Wentz was in the MVP conversation and they went really, or they had a really good record. But you know, Nick Foles came out and he played a really good game. He led them throughout that postseason, and um, it, it was a, it was a tough game. They couldn't pull it out. Um, but so Tom Brady's back that next year. It would be his third straight appearance, correct? Yeah, he made it in 2017, 2018, and 2016. Yeah. Yeah, so that, that three-year span. And 2015, too. He did go in 2015. That's right. I mean, yeah, so, I mean, it's four appearances straight. That's pretty crazy for, for a guy like that, for a team like that. He won that last one against the Rams. You know, that was a defensive battle. Uh, it was a really – it was a, I think it was a hyped-up Super Bowl with Jared Goff getting there. Um, Jared Goff versus Tom Brady. It was Sean McVay versus Bill Belichick. It was it was hyped up to be a good Super Bowl, and the Patriots just came out and dominated on the defensive end. And you know Tom Brady really didn't get too much going, but it was enough to win him the game and get him his sixth Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean in that game it was very it was a very bad Super Bowl to say the least. And Brady didn't do much. Offenses didn't do much at all. But the Patriots defense did come out on top. And you know Super Bowl, it's a team game. It's a team sport. They came out on top, and they held Jared Goff to only three points. So, of course, Brady's going to score over three points and win the game. Yeah, and so here's the question now. I mean, it's it's he comes off a not-so-good Super Bowl performance. I mean, they still had a good year throughout that year. But that 2019 season, I think this is when people started to think Brady was declining. His last MVP was in 2017. Um, 2019, the Patriots were still 12-4, and four, but – when this was, was this the, nope, not the year. Was this the year they got beat by the Titans? Yeah, this was the and year. That's what I thought. And so, you know, they were 12 and four. The weapons around Brady were not as good um, as they used to be. Um, and we see him exit after the first game against the Titans, which was stunning. A lot of people thought, oh, playoff Tom Brady will be here. He'll be ready. He'll get to the Super Bowl. Um, and you said it, Joey, his last pass of the season was a pick six. And really his last pass in the Patriots uniform. And, and and I think right there and then people started to doubt Tom Brady and how much longer he could play. 
Yeah, 100%. After this, especially after the whole season, after the pick six, losing in the wild card round to the Titans, people began to say, okay, Tom Brady, he's done. He's got maybe one, two years left, and then he's going to retire. He's not going to be able to get another Super Bowl. He's not going to be able to lead a team again. And that's when Tom Brady, the following season, just basically shot everyone up. Yeah. He did decide to, decide to sign with the Buccaneers. And you said it, Joey. I mean, he was considering the Chargers and Bucks, And I thought you were going to bring this up earlier, but I think in a, it was similar to the 49ers. He wanted to go somewhere warm. And, and that was pretty, pretty evident. He was tired of that cold, snowy weather in New England. Um, and so the Buccaneers and the Chargers were the final two, it, it sounded like. Why do you think the 49ers didn't go after him? I think everyone, and we talked about this literally 10 seconds ago, everyone thought Tom Brady was on the decline. He was done in a couple of years, and no one wanted to take a chance on him. And it's very interesting that two teams were only interested in Tom Brady, the Bucks and the Chargers. You're talking about the GOAT, the guy who's won six Super Bowls prior to this, and only two teams want him. I think people were, A, happy with their quarterback situation, and B, they just thought Tom Brady was on the decline. So for the 49ers' sake, I thought that they were happy. They thought that they were happy with Jimmy G because this was the year that the 49ers made it to the Super Bowl and almost won, and that was with Jimmy G. So at that point, I think the 49ers were like, okay, Jimmy G is our franchise quarterback. He's our quarterback of the future, and we're happy with him. We don't want Tom Brady. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I I do I do think this is when teams were like, all right, Tom Brady, he's not able to do anymore. I mean, do we want to risk the fact that he may only have one or two more years? And so that could have been a huge role into why the 49ers didn't go after him and other teams, of course, too. Um, and I thought it was pretty ironic scrolling through Instagram today and, you know, ESPN post uh, Tom Brady interview with Michael Strahan. It was just on today. Um, and so it was on ABC's, uh, I think it's Good Morning America's their morning news show. And, you know, one of the things he said was, I'm, I was always kind of motivated by people that say, you can't do it. You're not good enough. You're not fast enough. I've had a body of work over a period of time and quickly you forget. It's just pretty crazy. I mean, people doubt Tom Brady for 10 seconds and, and look what he's doing by the end of the next season. He's on the Buccaneers. He comes this- back. Go ahead, Joe. No, you continue. Continue. I was just going to say, he comes back, all the doubters, all the haters. I mean, Max Kellerman, I remember him coming out. Tom Brady needs to retire. He's washed. He's done. A lot of other other analysts and experts are just saying it's over for Tom Brady. Why would the Bucks even do this? And he just comes out. I mean, let's be honest here. He wasn't supposed to win the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, the Buccaneers ended the regular season hot. But there was no way that everyone would thought the Buccaneers would get through this playoffs after having to beat the Saints, who beat them twice in the regular season, after having to beat the Packers, who were led by Aaron Rodgers in his MVP season, and after beating Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, who were coming off of recent Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, before I get into the, his path to winning that Super Bowl, it's all about this show, started from the bottom. How many times... Through his life, was he doubted? Probably in high school, he was doubted. You know, it was the backup to the backup to the backup. Then he got his, you know, his shot varsity in a couple of years. Then in college, he sat behind Brian Greasy for two seasons and then finally got a shot junior year. Drafted in the sixth round. Wasn't even 
supposed to be a starter for the Patriots anytime in his life. Eventually got the start in his second season. Where I write a second season or was it first? It was second. Second season. No, for uh, no, for the pros. It was the second season. Yeah, second season where he really overcame the doubts, led the Patriots to a Super Bowl, where at the end of his career, everyone was like, he's done, which was two years ago. He's done. He's not going back to the Super Bowl. He's washed to winning a Super Bowl with the Buccaneers. And before we end here, I just want to bring up the oldest quarterback to start a game is George Blonda with the Oakland Raiders at the time. He was 48 years old in 95 days. So we will see if Tom Brady breaks that. He's on the path to break that because he's still playing at an elite level. Yeah, I mean, I, I said it. He's turned 44 but before the start of this season. I believe he's got two more guaranteed years on that contract this year and one more, which guarantees him 45. 48 would be tough to break. I mean, I guess they'll have to reevaluate after that, that second <laughs> year on the extension. But honestly, at this point, I'm not putting it out of question. I think he could do it. You've said it a lot this episode, Joey. I think he's the GOAT. It's hard not to think he's the GOAT at this point. I'm not going to doubt anything that he can do. I mean, he could be 9-7, and seven, the last wild card team in, the seventh team, and I would still pick them to win the Super Bowl if they're being led by Tom Brady. And that's Tom Brady for you. The GOAT, the best quarterback we've ever seen, someone who's done it all, seven Super Bowl titles. I want to see him win more. Everyone's back next year for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So it's going to be interesting if Tom Brady can go back-to-back and the second team to go back-to-back since 2004-2005. We will see as the NFL season, you know, it's heating up. NFL draft's coming up soon. And so anticipation's rising. Everyone wants to knock the GOAT off of his Super Bowl throne, but he's trying to, he's trying to defend it as well. So as that NFL season approaches, it's going to get very interesting. And uh, that'll be it for this episode on Started from the Bottom with Caleb Nixon and Joel Buzzi. We will see you next week.